13 in January. I'm going to have two teenagers. How do you feel about that? It's a weird feeling because he, he he's a kid that always wants to be older than he is. Yes. So he almost just felt like a teenager for about two years. But at the, at the number is like, that sounds like, where did those 13 years go? That's yeah. crazy. So, um, yeah, he's still my baby. I'm, I'm going to embarrass him and tell you that he still like likes me to do prayers with him at night and snuggles up to me. I don't so, know if, if Callum would be too happy about that, but he knows. <laughs> you just said his name. <laughs> there are a lot of Callums in this world. That is true. But none of them are my son. That's um, true. No, but he, there's still parts of him that I see glimpses of this, like, my baby. Yeah. But he's really becoming a man, like, before my eyes. It's crazy. It's my height now and... You know, it's, uh, I think about when I was pregnant, I was, you know, all of my friends were living their best life and I was the only one. Actually, I had one friend that had a baby before all of us Mm -hmm. and she had him right out of college. Um, So she was basically, you know, on her own because none of us knew about motherhood. But then when I had my children... My first son, you know, you, you know, you oh were living your gosh. best I life. My that friend. Day. It was so hard. <laughs> Nobody told oh. me how hard it was going to be to have. They told me about all the beautiful things that come with motherhood. Nobody told me about the sleepless nights. Nobody told me about walking around like a zombie. Nobody <laughs> told me about postpartum depression or psychosis. And, yes. you know, with, with my oldest son, who is now 20, um, I suffered from postpartum psychosis and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't know what it was until I watched an episode of Oprah mm-hmm. and they had these God beautiful, Oprah. yes, <laughs> they had these beautiful moms on the show and they were talking about their situation, how they would have these thoughts in their head about doing things to their children and they would mm-hmm. pray them away and didn't know they wanted to do something to themselves so that they wouldn't hurt their children. And what ended up happening is one of the mothers did. She ended up committing suicide because oh of gosh. all of these crazy thoughts that she would have. Mm. And I remember, you know, having uncomfortable feelings, um, loving, I, my boys are my life. And I remember um, being in, because, you know, my no, no family out here. No. Um, no family in, Calif- in, in Los Angeles. My, my parents are five hours away. At the time, my husband's family was in New Jersey. So it was just me and I I was staying at home and my husband was working and um, Nolan had colic. So he was crying all the time, was not sleeping. I was feeling like a zombie. And I just remember having these thoughts or these feelings and I'd be like, Lord, please help me. Please help me. Please help me. Please stop crying. And, and it's truly a mental thing that happens. I never, thank God, I never acted on any of my feelings or anything like that. But these are truly um, things that women don't feel comfortable talking about because they make you feel like, I know at that time I felt like I was crazy. I did Mm -hmm. not share it with anybody until I saw the Oprah show. And by that time, Nolan was almost two, I think. And then 
after that, I, I ended up getting pregnant with my second child. And after watching Oprah, I shared it with my mom and my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And you know <laughs> that when I was having birth, when I gave birth this time, my mom was there. And then when she was leaving, my mother-in-law came and yes. they made sure that I had the support. support. But yes. so that's why it's so important that when you're going through something, anything, Share with the people you love and trust trust because it's just like, you know, the Bible talks about sheep that go off and they they, they stay in a herd. When one sheep goes off by itself, that's when the wolf comes in and devours it. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we often get into this this, uh, state of being when we're by ourselves and think that we can take care of everything. That's when depression sets in. That's when crazy things sets and you need it we all need some kind of support system and we're designed to be in community that's how we were made to be there for each other like you could go way back to like i remember reading a book called the red tent did you ever read that book no it's it's based on um a red tent i'm kidding (laughs) well it's based it's based on the 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 bible with jacob you know when they were traveling they were nomadic and how the women the red tent was like the women would were the group the support for each other they were the the heart of, of the whole thing. And when they were menstruating, they would go to this tent and they were separated, okay. but they were support. There was, it's all about like the support, the village mentality of supporting each other. And that's what I think a lot of women, when you're pregnant, you know, before, when you, when you're going to have a baby, there's just so much excitement around it and, and expectation of you and what it means. And you have this, this thing growing inside you and then it's put in your arms and you're expected to love it right away. And that's not what happens. Like I've wanted to be a mother my whole life and I thought that they would put that baby on me and I would be immediately in love, know exactly what it needed, connected. But you have to get to know each other. And I remember Lily just like having to like figure out her patterns and her moods and, and her her eating and her sleeping, you know, patterns. And there was so many things to figure out about each other. Yeah. And you, you do figure it out, but it's not, it's not some fantasy land. Like, you know, I think that people don't want to say that. They don't want to admit that because right. you're supposed to just love this little being. But that's not realistic. It's not always reality. No, <laughs> no. it's not. I remember um, thinking I know, I knew, you know, I, I babysat my friends, my friend's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if I was pregnant at the time. I think I, yes, I must've been pregnant at the time. I was pregnant at the time. And, um, so we were, you know, preparing for our child. And <laughs> I remember calling Evelyn cause Evelyn was working right down the street from our house. Right. Yeah. And so, um, her son was probably like nine months. Oh, and, um, and so he was not, he was feisty. We were trying to put his, I called her for everything. And yes, oh. he was fighting. And, and I was trying to put his diaper on. He was kicking. We were trying to put his, oh. his, his pajamas on. We were kicking. And I was like, Evelyn, he won't let me put. She was like, it's a baby. You just take his foot <laughs> and, and put you in. put it in. And she was like, you know what? I'm coming. She took her son. <laughs> She's like, no way. Thanks for the offer. <laughs> But I completely get, I understand now because I would have done the same thing. If you cannot put the child's pajamas on and, and I'm expected to, to yeah. trust you with watching my right. baby, his health and not falling, him rolling off the, you know, I, I'd be, I'd be there too. Yeah. I remember um, showing <laughs> Nick, I just thought I had it. I, I was showing Nick, we were using the baby doll 
as an example of changing a diaper. And I was like, babe, no, that's, you're doing that wrong. And I put the diaper on. It fell off. Gazi. <laughs> my friend Gazi comes over and she looks at it. She's like, hmm. Kia, that's not backward. I was like, oh my gosh, here I am. Trying to act like I knew everything. And I yeah. put the diaper on backwards. So you just don't instantly know everything. And, as no, a mom. and, and I, but I expected to, because I'm such a kid person. I love children. I, my nieces, nephews, like I'm like the favorite auntie, you know, kids jumping all over me. And I didn't think, I just expected it to be like that. Right. And it's not with your own children. And I also remember, because you were my first friend that had a baby, I remember thinking after I had my own kids, gosh, I wish I had have offered more help to her. Because you don't realize, it's just like being pregnant. You don't know what that's like until you've been in those shoes. Yeah. I, My friend Alex, too, she's like, gosh, I really wish I'd helped you more because now she <laughs> knows. Um, so, and that's, we live in a generation now where women are having babies older and back when my mom and your mom had us, I feel like it was a bit more community than they were. They were all having babies around the same time. That's not how it is anymore. Women are having careers and they're choosing to have children much later in life than they would have before. So you're seeing a lot of diversity amongst friends, ages of children and stuff. Like we're the same age and yet you have boys that are 20. one about to graduate and one 20-year-old adult yeah. and I've got young teens. So it's interesting. Fast forwarding to my 17-year-old. Yes. So he now drives. Yes. Oh and um, so that's another heart attack that yeah. just are, all of a sudden happens. Yes. We've, we've set certain ground rules. For we said with with my oldest, he followed them, so he rarely ever got his car taken away unless his grades dropped, and so we had to set the same guidelines for for this one. Mm-hmm. And we said, you know, there's you go somewhere, you let us know where you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. If you decide to leave that place, then you need to text us, call us, and let us know. If you decide to go somewhere else from there, you need to text us and call us. You need to be home at a certain time. Well. All of those rules were broken on Saturday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and oh. I, you know, I have an iPhone, so I'm able to map out where my child is. Um, I see. So what we were told <laughs> was that he was going to go to, on, he was going to go on Ventura. They were going to have something to eat. He was going to eat in his car. Mm. And then they were going to come back. Right. Well, time yeah. is winding up. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah, He's there. He's there in Ventura. There on Ventura. He's there in Ventura. Check an hour later. He's still there on Ventura. Check another hour. Oh, wow. I see the car moving. Oh. The car's moving through the canyons, through the hills. Oh. Oh. Home dude is in Hollywood. <laughs> oh. oh. We, we, we passing Melrose. <laughs> we went into Westwood. <laughs> I was like, oh, Yes. And I look over and to And you're just watching. I'm just watching. And I'm trying not to, because I'm trying to watch this really great movie, but I can't concentrate. Because I'm like, I cannot believe. Because we told me, you cannot drive the freeways right now. That don't mean you can drive through the hills at 10 o'clock at night when there oh, are no, no light. I was like, oh, no. so I'm looking at my husband, and I'm like, he was like, where's he at now? And I was telling him, and he was like, babe, you just got to calm, calm, calm down. down. <laughs> I was like, calm, okay, okay, okay. But did he call us? Did he? So we had to have... A heart to heart. And where was he off to? And- oh, 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 that didn't end. I didn't finish. <laughs> so 
Went through Hollywood, went to back through the hills, came back through. Just on a little drive. Just on a little drive. <laughs> and then, then they go to a car wash. Oh, it's what? 10 o'clock at night. What? And I'm like, because I see on the thing and I'm like, what? where is this? But at Taco Bell Skateland, I didn't see the name of a car wash in there. Because sometimes on the, the GPS, it'll say like, the names. Right. And so Nick. Text him and he's like, Where are you at? He was like, I'm washing my car. What? <laughs> 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> you in a car wash? Oh my For real. Goodness. Really? That's how people get robbed. Killed right. and the car ganked. So he was supposed to be home by 10 30. And he's on still on the other he's, side of the hill. No, no. He's oh. he's at the car wash at 10 o'clock. Oh. It was a little after 10, right? So then I'm just looking, I'm like, okay, so we're gonna see if he's gonna make it here by curfew. Mm. No. 10.30 passes. We call him again. He didn't He didn't answer the phone this time. So then he calls back. And it's like 10.45. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I said, um, where, and I was trying to do it in a calm voice <laughs> as opposed to, you know, jump through the phone. Right. I said, where, where are you? Not that I didn't know because I have you on GPS. <laughs> but he was like, I'm still washing my car. I said, do you know what time it is? Because at this time, no, I called him at 11 o'clock. Oh. I said, do you? Do you know what time it is? No, I'm going to be home by 11. I'm going to... You weren't supposed to be home by 11. You're supposed to be home by 10.30, and it's already 11. Mm. Oh. oh. It, my, my phone was in my car, and... Do I look like I have phone written <laughs> on my forehead? <laughs> really? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. So we had oh. a little heart-to-heart when he came here. Mm. What time did he actually get? He got here about 11.15. Okay. And he sat down in the chair, because I said, have a seat. Have a seat. We're going to have a talk. We're going to have a little chit-chat, chatty chit. Okay? And uh, I said, what What were the ground rules? I said, we let you escape some of them in the past, you know, because I had the GPS and you stayed locally here. Mm-hmm. And you didn't call when you were changing. I said, that's done. Mm-hmm. Your, your chances are, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I said, what were you supposed to do? When we gave you the car keys to this car, I laid ground rules that your brother followed and you are not following. And I said, what were you supposed to do? I was supposed to call. I just keep forgetting. But I was like, well, then you're going to forget about your car because it's gone mm-hmm. until we decide to give it back to you. Mm-hmm. I said, you are supposed to call when you are leaving the, the place and going to another place. If you don't know where you're going, then you say, mom, I don't know where I'm going, um, but this is what our plan is. And then you call when you get there. That's right. What, that's what responsible drivers, drivers do. We don't go through the hills, Laurel Canyon <laughs> with no lights. Go to Westwood, oh. go through. I was like, oh, baffled. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like when you're that age, though, you don't think. Like, I remember being a teenager and doing some stupid ass things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just getting in cars with people that you don't were, know. Not, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You meet them at, oh, yeah, hey, let's hang out. Oh, my gosh. And just, I, I just, I remember getting in cars with people that had been drinking. Yeah. And I, I say to my kids all the time, I'm going to, I'm going to scare you to death because I want, my, my husband's like already panicking. He's like, Lily is going to go to like emergency vehicle operation school. <laughs> So she knows how to handle any that's situation. Good. And that's I said, you know what? That's, yeah, exactly. Like if, if you, you, you know, when you're a kid, you just, you think you're invincible. invincible. Exactly. You just don't think of the consequences ever. And 
And I say to, like, my son's always asking me questions about driving. He's like, let's, hey, mom, take me to a, uh, like, an empty parking lot and I can practice. So I was like, no, <laughs> when you get your license, we will do that. <laughs> He's like, why? And I said, because if you hit something, that's it. You don't get a license. Well, when he gets his permit, he can Yes, he can do it, yeah. exactly. But he wants me to take him now. Yeah. He thinks that's a great idea. <laughs> well, you know, I, and I, I shared this with you growing up in Stockton. My parents took me driving. My, we we my would go into the country. I was yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. And we'd just be driving the big Cadillac. Yes. yes. Yeah. Driving the big Cadillac around. But that was the days when my mother, there was no car seats. My mother used yes. to put me in a Moses basket on the floor. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a different time. Time. <laughs> a Moses basket. <laughs> Just rolling around in the Moses basket. Woo! Yeah, I remember. Yes. We would be yes. in the back of the pickup truck. Yes. I yes. used to do that. There was crazy. This- Just freedom though. There was such a there was something beautiful about that. There wasn't there wasn't the restrictions and the and the the fear that we had now. Like yeah. we're we're so scared to let our kids play outside and and yet I look at the internet and I go, there is so much danger on the internet. Yeah. We think they're safer because they're in our house. There's all kinds of things that can happen. With I that. think it's because it's cry like you're I don't know. I don't know I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I know I'm really like I'm not a helicopter mom by any means, but I definitely get worried about my children in this world and going so you out. Don't because think, you're um, looking on the GPS, following your kids, the helicopter. Parent. No, because he knows, and I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. You know, you're not, not suffocating, I'm not suffocating yes. or, or hovering or yes. anything. I just want to make sure that that they're safe. You know, yes, um, absolutely. But it it was. I remember playing out in the yard and just we didn't have. You know, obviously Nintendo. Well, Nintendo Sega was was out when I was but not, kid, like, but not yeah. like this yeah. like it is today so yeah. it's like they're in their room day in and day out yeah. but you know to be perfectly honest I was thinking about this yesterday I would much rather have my kids home up in their room talking to their friends than out in the streets I hear of car accidents all the time I hear yeah. I mean these things exist and I, I do know that there's one thing that's guaranteed is that there's a day that we are born and there's a day that we're going to die. We can't control that. No, we can't control that. No. So we can just try to live our best lives and, and experience. But, and Yes, I agree with that. And appreciate. But there's moments with my kids where I go, I like, I think of, of me and my husband. My husband's definitely more protective than I am. I'm a little bit more freer, but um, I go, <laughs> okay, I'm going to let my son ride his bike around the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to do this. Yes. And my son is very impulsive and very accident prone. Like it, every single day he drops something on his foot, he hits his head. It's just clumsy. That was Maya. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so he's he's I'm I'm thank you God that he hasn't broken a bone yet because I, I'm gonna touch some wood or something. But he's he gets on his bike major accident like third degree burn on his foot you remember yes yeah all he did was go around the block <laughs> around the block and i was walking the dog so he was i was he was right behind me like come on <laughs> so i go i gave you a chance for freedom you you, you blew it <laughs> And then this is the, this is a bad mom moment. So the next day we were going to the beach 
And I go, I go, the salt water will be good for your foot. Okay, just stop crying. You're ruining everyone's day, Callum. Just suck it up. He's like, but it really stings. I said, it's good. It's the salt. It's drying. The doctor was like, why, why did you put him through that the day after? I was like, I didn't know it was a third degree burn. Oh, my gosh. Gravel, third degree gravel rash. Oh well, my gosh. we recognize that we all make mistakes. Oh my gosh. I mean, as so moms, many. I have made many mistakes. And I many. I think that one of the keys to, to making mistakes is admitting that you've made a mistake. Because I feel like growing up, my parents didn't they admit. Didn't say sorry. No. Oh, ever. no Mine either. To the no. It's always my fault. It's, it, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter. It was because like, I said so. I'd be like, can we? <laughs> I was like, can we have a family meeting? <laughs> Did you? Yes. Really? And my parents would look at me like, like you're crazy. No, no, we can't. <laughs> and I'd be like, please, I just want to talk about something, like seriously. Wow. And that was um, very mature. You yeah, of your time. I was trying. They weren't no. buying it. It was just with my mom. It was. It was a because I said so kind of. Mentality. Oh, that was. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a mentality. That's what they did. They yeah. said so. They were like, <laughs> it's because of, I said so. Of. Cut. That's it. Yes. Yeah. But I I didn't want to do the same thing to my kids. Yeah. I want them to recognize that I recognize when I'm wrong. So yes. I will apologize and I'll say, I am so sorry. How did that make you feel? But I feel like when you have that type of relationship with your kids, that they're more open with you. They, I know. They, they will I, let you in yes. because you're vulnerable and you, you're not... Pretending to be someone that you're not, like you're Miss Perfect and yeah. I do everything you make right. Yes, too. yeah. It's it's important for them to see your humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I have that with my kids too. I, I always say sorry when I've made a mistake. Sometimes it's really hard. Darn it. <laughs> but like I, my, my kids, we, we used to call it, that doesn't happen as much now they're older, but we used to call it mummy meltdowns. And I'd be like, just go, just get out of my face, please. Just go. I need a moment. I'll be, I'll be fine. Just come. Just give me a minute. <laughs> and I'd lock myself in my room. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. And then I come out and I'm like, okay, got that out of my system. <laughs> But I haven't had a mummy meltdown in a long time. They would happen like every few months. But I have kids that are very close in age too, yeah. so it was it was a challenge for me when they were when they were babies. I loved How many years them, but twenty months, okay. not even two years. Okay. Yeah, and I had one that would. They were my kids are very different. One that is like a complete rule follower, structured, um, very like. Well, you have a girl and a boy. Yes, so. my oldest is a girl, and my son is is just uh, he's he's me in a male body. He's very like <laughs> emotional and wild and just. Were you clumsy? As I a was child? very clumsy, very clumsy, very emotional. I was I was just telling someone today on the phone that you know my sons can be very dramatic, and I was saying how I uh, <laughs> I remember um, having a fight with a kid in the neighborhood. And being like, fine, you're going to be sorry you said that to me. And I laid down on the road. And I'm like, I'm going to let a car run over me. And they're like, Cat, get up. What are you doing? I'm like, you'll be sorry. What are you going to tell my parents? When, when a car runs over me and then the car comes, I'm like, oh! <laughs> I was so dramatic. That I was just, dramatic. Very dramatic. I was like an only child. So I needed to, you know, get my 
my fix. I didn't have siblings to work all those things out with. Yeah. So and when I see my son do things that are dramatic, it makes me chuckle sometimes because I think, oh, my gosh, I would have done that <laughs> just in girl version. <laughs> That's great. Girl version. It's yeah. just it, it's great thinking about um, the past being uh, being a mom mm-hmm. and just in closing, I just want those that are listening to know that <clears throat> if you are a mom and you're struggling with any kind of um, your babies are babies or even toddlers and you're struggling with any kind of psychological things or bad thoughts or things like that, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Get a support system, get friends that you could talk to, um, step away from the situation, you know. Um, but it's so important to have, even if it's just one person, one person to support yeah, you. Yeah, and be authentic and honest with them about what you're going through because. We all need support sometimes. You're not, you don't have to be a superhero. Yeah. Even, even you dads. Yes. <laughs> Single dads too. Yes. All right. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yay.